if I'm not mistaken, Doc J is played by what's his name? This um Quinchana Quinchana. Oh my gosh. Lee Lee Kyung, yeah. <laughs> Lee Kyung. <laughs> Lee Kyung from Gogo Waikiki, the person who does Rebecca. I love this man so much. Yeah, he's actually in this and he's so funny. Please, someone explain. Y'all say that Itaewon class is not relevant, but then Penthouse is relevant, really? When someone takes everything away from you and the only way you can get back at them is by success, like, that is such a beautiful story. Why don't you guys like it? Like, what do you want? <sighs> anyway... <laughs> <sighs> okay you know what <laughs> they're not paying me for this damn girl you better have a good reason because what a 6.5 that's like what i would consider a horrible drama to be <laughs> the drama tends to often be dramatized especially as it is a satirical work but the underlying themes are never truly lost this person must be a writer because wow <laughs> Yeah, I agree with everything they said. Let's move on. <laughs> so the top two reviews both have a 10. Wow. Okay, I'm actually happy y'all love this drama as much as I do. I would always read this drama in 9. <laughs> to a 9.5. Like, I love it so much. So seeing that it has a 7.7, .7, like, what is wrong with you guys? Anyway, it's exactly like how I imagine friendships to be. <laughs> I have no friends. <laughs> same sister and <laughs> y'all know that when i'm reading stuff i repeat the same word like i can just say oh it's so realistic or it's so beautiful watch it and i feel like that's not convincing enough so like i actually want to see what people have to say about it and like if they're saying something good about it then you can see that i'm not just lying to you that the drama is actually good but if they're saying something bad about it um yeah okay <laughs> Hi everyone, welcome or welcome back to another episode on this podcast. I'm your host, Dear Chingu, and I'm glad you tuned in. Hi. <laughs> you know what I was going to say next? Why the hell did I say that? Yeah, I've gotten used to saying it when I feel like I'm not saying it when I don't. Anyway, so on today's episode, I wanted to actually read reviews of my most loved K-dramas, or like dramas in general. So like, I cannot say they're my faves. Well, maybe they are my faves, but you know the dramas I always hyped up? What? <laughs> you know the dramas I always hype up? Yeah, I'm going to go on my drama list and read like the first two reviews. So that's what we're going to do. I will mention the drama's name or drama's title, drama title, drama name. And then I will read the first two reviews on my drama list that I see. And I'm just doing it because I want to see like if people have the same taste as I do. And once again, these are the ones that I hype up and the ones that I love. Like, so my most loved dramas of all time, basically. So I'm going to read the reviews of my 10 most loved dramas. And then I'm going to have like a section for honorable mentions as usual. And that one, I'm just going to read like the title of the review. So, you know, on my drama list, when people rate the drama, they basically rate it based on, wait, what is it? I think there's like acting and you know what let's just get right into it you'll see what i mean when i get to it <laughs> okay so the first drama that i wanted to talk about is let's just do age of youth because i know i have told you guys how much i love age of youth one and two so i'm just going to combine them as one drama and i'm just going to say age of youth so i'm going to be reading four reviews then two for age of youth one and two for age of youth two it's also called hello my 20s if you know it by that title okay just so you know 
I really, really love this drama. Like, HV22 are my all-time, like, my all-time fave of faves, <laughs> if that makes any sense. So, I'm going to be really disappointed if people don't like it. <laughs> but, like, if they have something reasonable to say, then I might agree or disagree with them. That's the point of reading it. So, like, instead of telling you what they rated, I actually want to read their reason behind their rate or behind the score that they rated it. Okay. So, Age of Youth 1. Yes, as you know, most of my fave actresses are from this drama, and that says a lot. Okay. Oh, wow. <laughs> so, the top two, or like the two reviews that are showing, both have 10 overall. The first one, I don't really want to read out the username, so I'm not going to do that. But shout out to everyone who reviewed a drama i'm going to talk about i'm not taking credit for it it's just if i try to read your username that's going to take forever with the pronunciation and whatnot but yeah so the first one has an overall 10 the story they gave it a 9.5 and everything else is a 10 damn this is a long review okay i'm really not gonna read everything because if i do that i'm not going to get to every single drama that i want to so i'm just going to read the first paragraph of each review and it says, Age of Youth is one of the most precious dramas I have ever watched and I doubt I will ever find another drama like this that has evoked so much emotion out of me. Yes, I 100% agree. Like, <laughs> it's the perfect slice of life drama. It's so realistic and it kept me on my toes. Like, it's a mixture of comedy, thriller, romance, like everything, mystery. I love it so much. Yeah, I agree with that first sentence. Let's keep reading. It deserves every single bit of praise and will remain in my heart as something beautiful and sensational. This drama is pure gold. I know I'm one of many opinions, but to fully understand what I'm talking about, Age of Youth is one of the dramas that everyone should at least watch once. Yes, I totally agree. Let's move on to the next review. The person says, as soon as I watched the first two episodes, I knew this was going to be one of my favorite dramas. I was hesitant about the ending because there have been too many dramas that start off well, but slow down in the middle and may rush the ending and no longer have the same feeling as the earlier episodes. This show surpassed my expectations and maintained the warm, cozy feeling throughout. Yes, I agree. I'm so sorry. I feel like I'm reading this without any punctuation. <laughs> And this person gave it an overall 10, story 9.5, acting and cast 10, music 10, rewatch value 9. They really go into it and they actually tell us what the plot. <laughs> okay, this is funny. So the person who reviewed it, she actually put everything like in the category and she gives a reason why. So for plot, Jin Myung's hardships, yeah. That's like one of my favorite. Jin Myung is played by Han Yuri, and as you know, Han Yuri is my number one like favorite actress, and it is because of her role in Age of Youth. So I do love that character a lot. Like she went through a lot, <laughs> and she's just so independent and strong, and I just I love everything about that character. And Ji Won's non-existent dating life, yes. <laughs> Ji Won is played by Park and B, Park and B, and. She's just like a clown. Out of the five girls, yeah, they're five. Out of the five girls, she's just like super goofy. But I love it because in the second one, it's basically focused and centered around her. So like in the first one, everyone had like this thriller mystery kind of aspect to their life. And she, she was just like 
basic or like everything about her was just on the surface and she was like the part of the drama that lightened up everything if that makes any sense but then in the second one it was like centered around her and yeah it got deeper than all that but yeah she had this best friend and they were always like bickering but it was so funny and we thought that they would end up together but they didn't (laughs) just funny um NJ's hesitation, Tibbet Ness. Yes. So, Heisu plays NJ, if I'm not mistaken, in the first one. And she's just like super quiet and shy. She was the youngest one. And she was like super awkward and timid. But she ended up liking someone and she got into a relationship actually. Another side of her life was wait, what was it? Something about her dad. Was she the one about the dad? Honestly, I don't remember. Yeah, I think hers has some... Oh, yeah, she thought, like, she killed her dad. And there was something about the closet, the shoe closet. Oh, my God, this thing was so creepy. Damn. But, yeah. And then we have Yun. Yun was played by Sungyun. Sungyun from Kara, if I'm not mistaken. Is her name Sungyun? Yeah, Sungyun. And, oh, my God, she went through, like... <laughs> damn her boyfriend was so abusive like he ended up kidnapping her and like abusing her like i can't even explain how traumatizing that was to watch and to think that people actually go through it in real life damn like he was obsessed with her he was this kind of like you can't leave me like he thought he loved her but he was just like super possessive at first it just started off with him being like super possessive of her but then it was like dude this is obsession when she tried to leave he kidnapped her like for days and he would like hit her but at the same time he would be like i'm doing this because i love you oh my gosh it was so creepy and then in the second season she has ptsd because of it and she becomes afraid of men (sighs) it was so heartbreaking to watch and like she couldn't go out on her own yeah and then the last person the last girl is yina played by my queen ru hyung and i just love her so much she was like the (laughs) wild lifestyle kind of girl like she always went to the club she was dating men and doing things for money and like she always got judged like at first she always used to butt heads with her roommates or like her housemates because they just didn't understand her lifestyle but then there's also something deeper than all that and one of the men that she ended up getting entangled with he was actually out to kill her because she got saved and his daughter drowned. So both of them fell in the river and she got saved, like I said. But she always lived with this guilt like she should have died because it felt like she killed the daughter. And I'm so sorry. I just realized I'm spoiling this. <laughs> so yeah, spoiler alert in this episode. There's going to be a lot of spoilers. Um, I guess you can still watch it if you're not bothered by it. I will try not to give away too much, but I think I just gave away too much for Age of Youth. But still, it's worth watching. So yeah, let's do Age of Youth 2. For Age of Youth 2, to be honest, if I'm giving Age of Youth 1 a 10 out of 10, I'm going to give Age of Youth 2 an 8.5. And it's because Ru Young number 1 was taken out of it. Number 2, they changed Park Hisu. They switched her with Jiwon, if I'm not mistaken. Jiwoo, Jiwoo, Jiwoo. Yeah, they switched her with Jiwoo. And it was so awkward <laughs> because parkinson's character was unjay and she's like super timid like i said and she has like this adorable look and then jiwoo just looks like really fierce like it just didn't fit like i don't know who selected the actress but yeah it wasn't it for me but they also played on it because like so 
um and jay broke up with her boyfriend her boyfriend is actually played by um shin hyunsu he used to be one of my faves and they used to do this thing at the end of every episode where it's like a short interview or like a short snippet they would just show us like a situation basically and one of the scenes like that they were asking him like how do you feel about like your girlfriend like you broke up and he was like i don't know she changed a lot and that was really funny because duh she really changed but yeah anyway so age of these two I would have given it lower than an 8.5. However, my queen Choi Ara is in this. And I'm just so happy that I got to see her act. Like, I love this woman so much. She's just so tall and beautiful. I love her so much. Yeah, she became one of my faves because of this. So yeah, let's see what the reviews are. So the first one is a 9. And they gave the story a 9.5. The acting cast a 9. The music a 9. And the rewatch value an 8.5. Okay, let's see what the person says. People who watched the first season should know that Age of Youth 2 is a slice of life drama about five flatmates living under one roof. Age of Youth to me was always about the realistic portrayal of friendships. We see how the flatmates stand by and support each other through their individual difficulties. It's really different from most K-dramas which tend to use same gender relationships as a sort of fan service. In Age of Youth all the interactions are natural, not over exaggerated and not amplified. It's exactly like how I imagine friendships to be. (laughs) I have no friends. same sister (laughs) it's an accurate depiction of how friends are in real life and as a viewer it's easy to relate to yes like i said age of youth is very relatable and realistic yeah i agree with what that person said i'm just thinking about how in the first one they all had difficulties and like they really all had problems but even though they were all trying to protect each other but in the second one it was even much more like it was so beautiful there's this huge thing that goes on i told you how parking these character it's centered around her in the second season and it has something to do about someone who's trying to kill her i don't want to give away too much but someone's trying to kill her right and the day that he comes to kill her like all the girls stand up for her and they all get injured even like um sung yun's character sung yun's character that's afraid of men like she starts panicking and then oh my gosh like he tied them up he was actually gonna kill her and then one of them i don't remember who stood up and was like kill me instead and yeah it was so beautiful oh my god yeah that's kind of (laughs) dark (laughs) it was traumatizing to watch but at the same time i really appreciate watching it i love it so much anyway so the second review is an eight Overall, they gave the story an ace, the acting an ace, the music an ace, and the rewatch value a 7.5. Okay. And the person says, I will be making small comparisons between Age of Youth and Age of Youth 2, so 1 and 2, in this review. We see two departures in season 2. Ru Hwayong intermittently appears in the drama as a support character. Exactly, like, that actually pissed me off. If they weren't going to put her at all, I would have been like, okay, fine. But she wasn't episode 1. And episode one was kind of about her. And I was just like, then they made it seem like, oh, she was traveling. And then she came literally at the last scene. They just added like this bonus clip of her coming back into the house and laying down. And like she closed her eyes. And that made me think if it was a dream, like, hold up, what am I saying? But anyway, I don't remember. I watched this. (laughs) I think I watched this in 2017. When did it come out? Because like literally as it came out, I watched it. Like, as it was airing, I could not wait. Yeah, it aired August 25th, 2017 to October. So, yeah. 
that actually got on my nerves as the person was saying um the reason for this is because she was busy filming another drama secondly parquet sue left the show and was replaced with jiwoo to play you in j we see the addition of the character joon as the new fifth member uh member i mean roommate joan is played by chwara Overall, I was not impressed with season 2 as I was with season 1. That's not to say that Age of 2 was bad. I simply liked Age of 1 better. Yeah, I kind of understand what they're saying. Sometimes I'm tempted to say that as well. But I just appreciate Choyara's addition to it. And also the story surrounding um, Park and B's character. Because I feel like it got deeper and deeper. And like it just got so twisted. And I was like, what's going on? Yeah, so I do love Age of Youth 2 as much as I love 1. But I got mad at it for two reasons that I stated earlier. And yeah, so I do understand what that person's saying. But okay, so y'all can see that Age of Youth 1 and 2 are actually good dramas according to people. Like the people that rate it bad actually have a reason. And it's not even bad. I don't think an 8 is bad. Like I said, I gave it an 8.5. So yeah, Age of Youth 1 and 2 are still worth watching, guys. Please check it out. Yeah, I know I spoiled it a lot. I'm sorry. Damn, I still have a long way to go and... <laughs> That was literally the first drama. <laughs> okay, next one is Entertainer. Y'all know that I hyped up this drama so much. And I was so disappointed when I saw, like, the overall rating. Oh, just so you know, so, um, Age of Youth 1, overall on my drama list, it is an 8.6. And Age of Youth 2 is an 8.4. Oh, there's so much of a difference, actually. Anyway, let's do Entertainer. <laughs> oof someone facetimed me and then it stopped recording and i did not even notice that it stopped recording but i was saying so overall entertainer has a 7.7 .7. that's pretty bad yeah so i was quite disappointed to see that it has a 7.7 .7, and i'm honestly curious as to why that is so the top two reviews that i see the first one has an 8 and the second has an 8.5 that's interesting because i thought it would have lower okay let's read so overall the person gave it an ace and story they gave it an eight acting a nine music an 8.5 and rewatch value a five okay i didn't expect coming into this drama getting as emotional as i did yes i cried so much in this drama and i love it so much and i just have to say if y'all don't know what entertainer is about i have talked about it a billion times kang min hyuk plays the is he the male lead i mean we have two male leads in this so kang min hyuk um jisung hyeri those three people are kind of the leads in this and himself is also in this gong myung is in this lee tae sun is in this Che jong an is in this i know there's someone i am forgetting who is pretty important eljo is in this who am i forgetting hold up who am i forgetting yeah, I cannot remember who I'm forgetting, but yeah, there's no romance in this at all. Maybe that's why people rated it low, but I was happy that there wasn't any romance because I shipped Hyeri with Kang Min Hyuk, but she ended up with Jisong and they didn't really like end up together, end up together. They just talked and I honestly didn't ship her with Jisong and I was happy because Jisong is actually married. And if y'all don't know, I do find it hard to ship married people with anyone that they act with. It's only in some special cases. Wait, is Jisung married? I hope he is. And I hope I'm not just talking about... Yeah, he is married. He got married in 2013. 
that's a while ago anyway so entertainer like i said overall it gets a 7.7 7 and it is a 2016 drama i watched it in 2016 no 2017 and i binged on this drama and i had a huge separation issue with it but yeah uh oh yeah i was reading so as i was saying the first review from the teasers i expected a light comedy drama about forming the band with the cute romance between jisung and hiri but instead i got an emotional roller coaster of a drama that revealed the darkest side of the entertainment and music industry there were many heartfelt and heart-wrenching moments that actually brought me to tears i took a break from the drama after the first two episodes because of how slowly they were paced but i'm glad i decided to pick up the drama again yeah, so like I said, this is so emotional. Oh my gosh. Like, <laughs> and I love the songs. Y'all listen to I See You. Just search I See You, Kang Min Hyuk. It's actually the band who sang it. Well, he's the only vocalist. So yeah, you can search it. But the song that I really love is You Can't Cry. No, it's okay to cry. And I feel so bad that I don't remember the person's name. It's because whenever I search it up, I always search It's Okay to Cry Entertainer. <laughs> that scene alone is so emotional. And then the song, I always cry whenever I listen to it and I love that song. Yeah, let's read the second review. Um, this person gave it overall an 8.5, the story an 8, the acting an 8.5, the music a 9, yes, and the rewatch value a 7.5. And they said, let me start with that, okay, what? Let me start with that I really enjoy this drama. This doesn't have much of a romance factor as it is very subtly done, but the best thing about this is the bromance. I guess it's among, wait, is it Jisung and Kaming Hyuk or the band members? The main reason I watched this is because of Jisung. Yay, I like Jisung. I've seen many of his works before to have realized that this guy is an amazing actor. Oh, by the way, if you don't know who Jisung is, he is the male lead in Kill Me, Heal Me. I think that's really popular. I fell in love with his characters in the past and the way he executed them. That I literally cannot pass up anything that comes in the future. Yes, I love Jisung. I think the first thing I ever watched with Jisung was Protect the Boss. And that's like pretty old. But yeah, so please watch Entertainer. It is such a good drama. Like I said, I'm not saying too much about it because I don't want to spoil it. I actually want you guys to watch it. I would always read this drama a 9 <laughs> to a 9.5. Like, I love it so much. So seeing that it has a 7.7, .7, like, what is wrong with you guys? Anyway, so the next drama I want to talk about is Sky Castle. <laughs> please, once again, do not compare Sky Castle to Penthouse. Like, do not disrespect Sky Castle like that. I love Sky Castle so much. It is such a good drama. Like, I remember how hard it was to get me to watch it. And when I finally watched it, I was like, why didn't I watch it sooner? It is so good. Anyway, so I would rate Sky Castle a 9 overall to a 9.5. Let's see what my drama list says. So on my drama list, overall, it gets a 9. Oh my gosh, yes. I am so happy. I said I read it in 9.5. Yeah, anyway. So the top two reviews both have a 10. Wow. Okay, I'm actually happy y'all love this drama as much as I do. Um, the first review overall, they gave it a 10. Story 10. Acting 10. Music 10. Rewatch value a 9. And the person says... If I could name a drama equivalent to The Handmaiden, it would be Sky Castle. Sky Castle is a satirical drama... Did I say that right? Satirical, yeah. Drama that criticizes practices from corrupt business, hierarchy to extreme parenting environments. Damn, that was a mouthful. <laughs> 
The drama has impeccable directing, story is full of plot twists, comedy is subtle and melds well, and the cliffhangers are absolutely wild. The drama tends to often be dramatized, especially as it is a satirical work, but the underlying themes are never truly lost. This person must be a writer because, wow. <laughs> yeah, I agree with everything they said. Let's move on. <laughs> oh my god. The next review says, My story relating to Sky Castle. Boyage. Um, Okay, so overall, they gave it a 10, story 10, everything gets a 10. Um, this drama made me cry, I mean ugly cry, because a lot of the moments I watched throughout this drama related so much to many, if not all, moments in my own life. Aww. Damn, that's sad. The person says that they are Korean but American born, and I guess they go on to tell us about their life history, which I'm not going to read, because I feel like that's super personal, but they also posted it, so maybe it's not that personal. Let me go down to the next review, which is also a 10. Wow, okay, I love this. And the title says, a must watch every female character rocks the show. Yes, like, that's something y'all should get. The villain is my favorite character in this. And I feel so bad that I love her as much as I do, but I do. And that person is played by Kim Sohyung. I love this woman so much. I just completed mine and I love her in it. So, like, I watched it for her and yes, she's just the queen. But yeah, so the female characters are so, oh my gosh. The one person that did irritate me was one of the moms. <laughs> Duh, I should be specific. They're all moms. Yamunjonga. So she was the only character that kind of got on my nerves. But then I also understood why she was the way she was. But trust me, if I can love the villain, then I can love her as well. But one of my favorite moms was actually Yunsea. Actually, yeah, it's either Yunsea or Lee Tehran's character. Both of them. But I think I would say after Kim So Hyung's character, my favorite was Yoon Tae's character. Because at first she was just like super chill. And she was like taking all the BS from her husband. And the one time she like sparked, I was like, yes, ma'am. <laughs> but yeah, I love the drama. As I was saying, let's go back to the reviews. Like I said, I'm going to read the third one, which is also a 10. Um, And it says... Just amazing, phenomenal, story is just perfect, it delivered everything to you, comedy, mystery, drama, thriller, school, slice of life. Yes, I agree with all that. The script is intense and engaging throughout with many twists and turns. Every second, every expression counts. You can't even look away for a single second because you may miss minute and subtle, minute and subtle details in the story. Yes. Actually, one of my favorite scenes is literally just Kim So Hyung looking at the camera. And she does this thing with her eyes and her lips. And I'm just like, wow, this woman is the great actress. And like, it gave me chills, but I love it so much. And I forgot to say, but the person gave this an overall 10, the story a 9.5, the acting a 10, the music 10, and rewatch value a 9. And going on, it says, It portrays the reality of a very sensitive subject of pressures of education and its toll on the survival of both students and their parents living in the high society. This amazing series takes you on a roller coaster ride of emotions. Yes, I agree. Wow, y'all are so good at writing reviews. I'm just here saying it's good watching. I don't even like go in depth with it. But yeah. Please watch Sky Castle. I feel like everyone should watch it. It is so worth watching. Like, I love it so much. <laughs> I really do. Okay. So, the next one I want to talk about is Itaewon Class. You know, whenever I talk about Sky Castle, I have to talk about Itaewon Class. <laughs> okay, Itaewon Class. Overall, I would give this a 9 to a 9.5 as well. Let's see what it has on my drama list. 
please y'all do not disappoint me i know y'all were disappointed that it didn't have romance and it's a park so june drama and y'all always want to see like steamy kiss scenes of park so june but oh overall i rated this a 10 yes i think i will stand by that for this episode and i will give it a 10 out of 10 overall on my drama list it has an 8.5 i'm actually kind of mad guys it deserves better than this please and the top two reviews what the first one overall has a 6.5 and the next one is a 9 the one that has an overall 6.5 gives the story a 6 the acting an 8 the music a 7.5 and the rewatch value of 5 damn girl you better have a good reason because what a 6.5 that's like what i would consider a horrible drama to be <laughs> Okay, let me read and see what the person has to say. I was drawn to this because the vibe seemed so different from most K-dramas, and I really like that. But Ito in class is the kind of drama that I think tries too hard to be cool and relevant. Oh my gosh, that hurts. Ouch! I like that it tackled a few topics like race, gender identity, ageism, and social status, but it also does it in a way that was too corny for me to take seriously. I still want to give it an E for effort because I like the idea of diversity and inclusive vibe of Itaewon. What initially drew me in about the story was the revenge plot which sadly got overshadowed by an annoying love triangle square pentagon <laughs> which eventually ruined everything for me. The only consistent likable thing for me throughout was Park Sojun as Seroyi. <sighs> okay. So there are two different kinds of people. Number one, there's a group that hates the fact that it didn't have enough romance. And then there's another group that feel like the little romance that it had ruined everything. I'm in the middle. I think the romance adds to the revenge. Y'all know that one scene where he kneels for Joyce? Like that blows my mind. And like that's true love. And the love that she has for him is so pure. And it doesn't feel just like the worldly kind of love. Oh, bro. I love the fact that they were paired up together and I love the story. She gave up going to college for this man. Like she didn't even know him, know him then. She just said like she felt like she had to. Okay, so that may not be realistic, but I enjoyed watching it. I don't think I can give up going to college for a man, but like, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what about it that I love so much, but I love it so much. And y'all hate it for that. And it's actually kind of sad. But I do understand what the person is saying. But saying like it tries to be relevant, I feel like that's too harsh because we have nonsense dramas like Penthouse and y'all hype it up. If y'all are hyping up Penthouse, then why aren't you hyping up Itaewon Class? Like, please, someone explain. Y'all say that Itaewon Class is not relevant, but then Penthouse is relevant, really? And I'm just really salty to Penthouse because of that nonsense that they did with the hair issue. But also because I watched it and I was just like, this is too much. Like, I watched the first episode and I was like, this is too much for me. And y'all are sitting and watching season one, season two, and season three. And then you can say, like, day one class is bad. Come on. Okay, I feel like I'm getting really <laughs> worked up about this. I just really love eating one class. And I feel like y'all don't see the potential that it has. If you're going into it with, like, expectations of romance, then don't watch it. I feel like the revenge story was so good because he didn't solve it with violence. He said that he was going to become so powerful and so good in the field of his enemy that he would bring his enemy down. Like, what more did you guys want? <sighs> okay. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I am so sorry. I just feel like... You know, one class has a special place in my heart because it felt really relatable for some reason. Just like 
when someone takes everything away from you and the only way you can get back at them is by success like that is such a beautiful story why don't you guys like it like what do you want (sighs) anyway (laughs) before i lose my yeah let's just move on so the next one gives it an overall nine the story an 8.5 acting 10 music 10 rewatch value an eight and yes i just have to say the oasis in 81 class are superior i think 81 class has like the best oasis don't come for me for that because i probably say this for every single drama but i honestly think it does Anyway, let's see what the person has to say. Idowan class was an emotional ride with an especially promising start. Just after the first two episodes, I felt immensely attached to the main character of Park Siri and was looking forward to following him on his journey. Throughout the 16 episodes, I definitely learned a lot from his hard work and values. Exactly! Park Sojun did a phenomenal job with his character and left me in absolute awe. Whether it may be understanding the beauty of life or being reminded the importance of hard work, I was thankful to be able to get to know and learn from Park Seri. Yes, Park Seri is a wonderful character. He is one of my favorite characters of all time. Like, I don't know. Everything about Ito One Class is beautiful and he makes it even much more beautiful. Like, I'm not even talking about Park Sojun. I'm talking about Park Seri, the character. Like, it just hurts to see y'all, like, trash it and drag it because it didn't have the romance that you wanted or like the ship that you wanted y'all keep forgetting about the revenge story like that's what it should be about i don't think the romance overshadowed it the romance was an addition that kind of made it feel complete like it put everything together because if the romance wasn't there (sighs) okay you know what (laughs) they're not paying me for this it's so sad. It is so sad. Like, I clicked on the other um, reviews. Someone gave it a 5. Someone gave it a 4. Okay, I want to see the person who gave it a 4. What they have to say. When I first heard about this upcoming drama, I was hesitant to watch because there was a lot of hype surrounding the cast, mainly the star Park Sojun. I watched a lot of his work, so I didn't understand what the fuss was about. Okay. When I watched ET1 class, I didn't even hear about it. Like, I didn't hear about it at all. I was on Netflix and I just finished rewatching theirs for the hundredth time. And right after it was ET1 class that started playing. And I was like, oh, Park Sojun is in something new. And then I started it and I was just in awe of everything from the first episode. So like, don't watch it for Park Sojun. Like, I don't think I hype up the drama for Park Sojun. Obviously, he is the person who plays it and he portrayed it well. So obviously, I'm going to hype up his like talents. But I'm hyping up Itaewon Class for the drama itself. It is so worth watching, guys. Like, <sighs> anyway, please watch Itaewon Class if you want to. I'm, I'm done talking about it. The next one I want to talk about is 18 again. This drama gets a solid 10 for me. <laughs> I love it so much. And overall on my drama list, it has an 8.8 which is not bad like i said it gets a solid 10 for me not even because of lido hyun i just love the story so much lido hyun is like a bonus but yeah wow the first two reviews get 10s i'm so happy and the first one says a must watch or you will regret not watching this the title and plot may seem misleading at first like some random cheesy fantasy story but it is none of that this is absolutely one of my favorite dramas ever period yes like at first i was like do i really want to watch a story that's like 17 again like the american movie actually only two people told me to watch it so i didn't even see that much hype around this drama 
when I started it. I just, I was like, okay, I'm gonna give it a shot, bro. This drama was an emotional roller coaster. I cannot even describe how many times I cried, I laughed, I felt anger, I felt happy. Oh my god, I love everything about this drama. That's all I ten. Anyway, as I was saying, or as the person was saying, I literally finished a box of tissue <laughs> tissues watching this because I kept getting so emotional. Yeah, and the person says, also every OST is really good, so it's another plus. Yes, like, I don't want to start talking about OSTs again, but y'all know that I really love the OSTs from this drama as well. And the person gave it a 10 in every aspect. Let's move on to the next one. It says, a must watch. Um, the best drama during October that I watched. The storyline keeps the audience from getting bored. It makes them curious to watch the next episodes. Um, emotions that fluctuate do not make this drama seem excessive. Instead, it makes the story more interesting. The actors are very good at playing the characters in this drama. It makes us feel the emotions of each character as if we're as if we really are in their position as characters in this drama. Even the music supports all the scenes at every moment in this drama. Oh, I like this review. It's like just so simple and straight to the point. Yes, I love this drama so much. You know, maybe I should have done like the highest rating versus the lowest rating, but... <sighs> okay, yeah, maybe I should start doing that from now on. But I am happy that 18 again is getting the hype that it deserves. Or like the rating that it deserves. I feel like it could be higher than an 8.8. .8, but I would take it. Please watch 18 again. It is so worth watching. I did make an episode to talk about it. That's how much I love it. So watch it. Next drama I want to talk about is Lookout. So before I get into this. Just a disclaimer. I have talked about how trashy the ending is. So if it is rated poorly because of that. I won't be mad. And I'm just going to tell you guys to ignore it. So, like, if that's the only reason a person rates it low, then you can just ignore it. Because from episode 1 to episode 15, it is amazing. Actually, from episode 1 to, like, episode 16, just not the last 10 minutes, is amazing. <laughs> so, yeah. I'm going to give this drama a solid 9.5. It would have gotten a 10 for me if the ending wasn't crap. But, yeah. So, it is also called The Guardians or Lookout, like I said. And let's see what it has to say. So overall on my drama list, it has an 8.3. I honestly think it could be better, but I'll take that because I've watched it. But like if I was looking for something to watch, I don't think I would have watched it. <laughs> okay, so the top two reviews, um, the first one gives it a 10 and the second gives it an 8. The person gives it a 10, gives it a 10 in every category. And they said, if you're looking for a drama that leaves you begging for more and has amazing plot twists, watch this. From the first minute of this drama, I was hooked. Phenomenal cinematography alongside amazing actors. I cannot recommend this drama enough. I totally, totally, totally agree. Okay, like I said, I'm going to do the lowest rating as well. Oof, but there's no way for me to get to that. Like, there's no option to go to the lowest one. Okay, I guess I can't do that then. <laughs> I just have to stick with the first two that show up. Um, the second one gives it an 8 in story, 10 acting, 10 music, and 6.5 in rewatch value. And it says, this was a thrilling ride. I really wasn't sure what to expect when I started the show, but I'm glad I did. It's an epic action slash thriller. It wasn't predictable, and there's at least one plot twist that caught me totally by surprise. Yes, like there are so many plot twists, but like there's this one big one. I'm like, what? Yeah. 
I feel like they had to rush it. That's why, even though I'm like super pissed at it, I'm like, well, the 15 episodes were good, so I'll take it. Well done show. The characters all have a backstory to tell and all the main actors did a phenomenal job. This show would have gotten higher marks if not for the last couple of episodes. <laughs> yeah. I wasn't happy with some of the decisions the characters made and one the writers made. <laughs> yeah. Also, there are quite a few questions left unanswered at the end that really need to be addressed. Exactly. Like, I feel like it's incomplete. I keep saying this. It honestly feels incomplete. But yeah, please check out Lookout if you haven't. Did I tell you guys what year it came out? Um, The Guardians. It is a 2017 drama. I'm seeing that on my drama list. I actually rated it an 8. <laughs> I was probably pissed when I rated it. But I think it's worth a 9 to a 9.5 to be honest. I love it so much. And Kim Young Kwang is in it. If you don't know, Kim Young Kwang is my number one actor. And it's not because of him. Because Kim Tae-hoon is also in this. And Kim Tae-hoon is my second favorite actor. But it's not because of him. Like the story itself is really good. The next drama I want to talk about is Go Back Couple. <laughs> I am giving this drama a solid 10 and it's quite like interesting because y'all wouldn't expect that I would give it a solid 10 but I love it so much it is a solid 10 in my opinion. On my drama list it has an 8.6 overall in the first two ratings or reviews. The first one has a 9.5 and the second a 10. Yes I'm so happy y'all agree with me. The first one says, Go Back Couple can be considered a beautiful example of how you can take a not-so-unique premise and still be able to make it into an amazingly heart-touching drama. Okay, the person gave it an 8 in story, 10 in acting and music, and 9 in rewatch value. Let's move to the second review that gave it a 10 in story, 10 in acting, 10 in music, and 9.5 in rewatch value, and overall a 10. I'm absolutely loving this drama. Let's start with the story. The story is beautiful, written, though it's not perfect, but in every episode, I can see what the writer's trying to convey. And for almost every married couple out there, it hits right home. Yes, I do agree. Like I said, it looks like they're an actual married couple. It's very realistic. The main aspect of the story is how to find the almost forgotten love that demised by the hard reality. But the love between Junju and her mother made me bawl my eyes. Yes. So when she went back to the past, one of like the conflicts was she really wanted to return for her child in the future. But she also didn't want to leave because her mom's dead in the future. But like in the past, her mom's alive. And if she leaves, then she's going to leave the chance that she has to be with her mom again. So it was really sad. The story also made me reflect on how I treated my parents after I married. How to cherish what you have, count your blessings, and appreciate your partner. The balance of comedy, romance, and even touching scenes almost too perfect. After crying my heart out, I laughed almost as hard because Dokje and Jaewoo. Yes. <laughs> if I'm not mistaken, Dokje is played by what's his name? This, um, Quenchana Quenchana. Oh my gosh. Lee, Lee Kyung. Yeah. Lee Kyung. <laughs> Lee Kyung from Gogo Waikiki. The person who does Rebecca. I love this man so much. Yeah, he's actually in this and he's so funny. Yeah, so I do agree with that. Everyone, check out Go Back Couple, please. It is so worth watching. It is a 2017 drama. I watched it. I don't remember when I watched it. Probably in 2017 or 2018. But I love this drama so much. Like I said, it is a solid 10 in my opinion. I don't know why I love it, but I do. So please check it out. The next drama I want to talk about... Okay, so now I'm going to talk about um, three dramas that are not K-dramas. So two of them are Chinese dramas and one is a Taiwanese drama. And the first one is Go Ahead. 
<laughs> I don't even have to say too much about it because y'all know that I really love it and I have overly hyped up Go Ahead. So in my opinion, Go Ahead is a solid 10 out of 10 C-drama. It is the best C-drama I have ever watched. Like nothing has been able to beat it. Like it's not my favorite. Okay, honestly, I should stop saying that. I feel like it's my favorite at this point, but I love it so much. It is the best of the best. And overall on my drama list, it has a nine. I am so happy. The top two reviews both have tens and they both give it tens in every category. And the first one says, most endearing drama of all time. This is one of the very few dramas that explores our human nature, our interpersonal relationships and intricacies in great depth. It is happy and enjoyable and yet every episode makes me cry. Yeah, so this started really emotional. Like it started off very emotional and then we have so much comedy in it and the romance, I just love it. I love this drama so much. It's so realistic, bro. I feel like I should expand my vocabulary. I have been repeating realistic for so damn long. Okay, uh, I cry not because of any tragic events, but because of the moments, the actions, the relationships, the dialogue of the characters that are so moving and they touch every chord in my heart. Y'all just know that the dad in this drama is like the real MVP. Like this man carried the show. If everyone could be like the dad in real life, this world would be a better place. <laughs> I just love everything about him. Like, I learned so much from watching him. And just like the relationships, like the person mentioned, between the three people, Songwe Long, Steven, and Seven. Like, the three of them, their chemistry is just so beautiful. Like, they actually look like siblings. And the family looks like an actual family. Even though, like, they're not even a family in the drama. But they also look like a family. Like, I don't want to spoil it because I want everyone to watch it. But Go Ahead is totally worth watching. So the next review says, best of 2020, just give it a try. And it said, it just ended. Crying face. Yes, I feel you, bro. I watched this drama. Wait, this is a 2020 drama, obviously. I watched it in 2020. I remember I watched it around like October, November, or even December. I don't remember. But <laughs> I just rhymed. <laughs> but it has been eight months and I'm still not over it. Every day I have to watch a clip. I'm not even kidding. Like, I have a playlist on YouTube with my favorite scenes. So I just watch that whenever I want to, like, smile. <laughs> okay, this drama shows a side of life which we don't see much on TV. The struggle of life. I think there will be at least one character to which you feel relatable. Yes. Like, that short review just says it all. Please watch. Go ahead. Thank you, guys. Please watch it. Um, The next drama I want to talk about is another c-drama like i said and it is lcdf <laughs> i've told you guys that it has a french title and it is le coup de photo please do not come from my pronunciation i probably said it wrong overall i will give this a 9.5 to a 10 i don't know i just don't want to give it a 10 because some episodes like dragged a little but i still love it this is my favorite chinese drama the couple oh my gosh i shaved them so freaking hard and they are married in real life which explains it all but yeah i love it so much and on my drama list overall it has an 8.6 and the top two reviews the first one gives it a 9 and the second gives it a 10 the one that gives it a 9 gives it a 9 in story 10 in acting music a 7 and rewatch value a 10 um why is the music a 7 i do listen to the OSTs. i listen to two songs i think from this drama obviously the intro i think it's the the one in the intro and the one in the outro 
the one in the intro is like all bubbly and stuff and the one in the outro is super emotional it's like a perfect balance but i love the two songs anyway so the one that gives on a nine says this drama is so amazing it is more down to earth and more realistic than most romantic dramas out there and it hit me right in the feels and finding out it's based on the author's own experience got me more in my feels oh wow it's based on the author's real experience oh my gosh that's so beautiful when i started i thought i would get tired of this drama by episode 20 but surprisingly this drama doesn't get boring i didn't skip scenes like i normally do with such long dramas i usually only watch dramas blah 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 blah, blah. anyway um yeah so the person just saying that it's worth it this drama has 35 episodes if i'm not mistaken and that's quite long to some people oh just so you know <laughs> go ahead has 40 episodes but trust me guys i was so sad when i got to the 40 get episode like i wish they had more i was so sad because i saw that somewhere that it had 44 so i wasn't expecting it to end and when it came to an end i was like huh i need more like i was so depressed bro i'm not even kidding but yeah, so look at the photo has 35. Some people think it's long, but to me, it's not long. Um, the one that gives it a 10, gives it a 10 in story. Acting gives it a 9 in music and a 10 in rewatch value. And the person says, let me tell y'all, I did ask creating an account to write this review. <laughs> I always love reviews like this. I feel like I can always trust them. I feel like I've been watching dramas since I was fresh out of the womb. And none of the C dramas that I have watched made me this addicted. I also can agree with that. What really made me first watch this drama was obviously our baby girl Janice Wu. And the fact that this drama is based on the author's personal experience. Therefore being a true story. At first I thought this was going to be a typical smart girl and dumb guy. Or a girl that can never stand up for herself and needs the guy to protect her. Type of drama. But y'all I was wrong. Usually when we watch dramas there's always like one or two two characters that you do not like but in this drama you literally cannot like anyone because of how well they compliment or you cannot not like anyone because of how well they compliment each other yes i love this review because they do mention the fact that the characters all like complete each other i love it so much so janice who plays the female lead she has a twin brother i love this man so much his name is Eden Zhao. but y'all want to know something so there is a chinese version of age of youth and he plays the obsessive and abusive boyfriend and i hated him in that drama but when i watched this drama i was like damn this man's hot and i just love everything about him in this drama the male lead is played by jang yujin i love this man so much i probably just butchered his name but anyway and her twin brother eden is actually his character is paired up with molly i love this girl so much i cannot wait to see her in more things i don't know i just love all the characters in this and yeah lakuta florida is definitely worth watching guys i know i'm talking super fast i'm just trying to hurry this up because i've been talking for an hour and i'm still not done <laughs> but yeah i think it's definitely worth watching lcdf it's also called love at first sight that is the english title okay so the next drama that i want to talk about is a taiwanese drama this is hands down the best taiwanese drama i have watched i completed this like a month ago and i cannot get over it i don't know why i did not watch it earlier it is so worth watching this is getting a 9.5 for me i wanted to give it a 10 but i'm just so salty because of how it ended but then again it was the best ending but yeah so Sundera One Day is a Taiwanese drama. I think it's a 2018 drama. Let's see. Someday or One Day. On my drama list, it has an overall 8.9, which is not bad. Y'all please rate it so it can bump up to a 9 because I think it's definitely worth a 9. The two top reviews both give it a 10 and 10 in every category. Yes. <laughs> 
I'm loving this. Okay, so the first one says, update. Now, having watched it all, this drama does not disappoint. The complex plot is handled extremely well. The drama answers the questions it raises, but manages to keep you in suspense right to the end. Despite the fantasy plotline, the detailed and rich characters make the show feel amazingly real. Yes, like exactly what the person said. As you watch, it answers every question that you have, but you're still kept on your toes because it's giving more questions if that makes any sense so like as you're getting questions answered those answers are leading to more questions and it makes you just keep watching and like until the last like minute of the drama you want to know like what happens it's just that good yeah so i definitely agree with that and then the next review says don't blink that's the <laughs> that's the title the screenplay has to have the most diverse storyline I have ever watched in an Asian drama. The story twists and turns from present to past to present and has strong storylines for supporting characters in addition to the two main leads, who are actually four different people themselves. Exactly. Like, try to try to process that. This drama is only on episode 8, but is revealing some pretty heavy secrets already. The writer wittingly keeps us guessing the true identity of the two leads, especially the male. Dude, like, <laughs> until the end, I was like, okay, so is this Lisa Wei? Is this Wang Shen? Like, who is this? Like, dude. <laughs> and even when the truth came out, it was still, like, mind-boggling. I was like, what is it? Like, I don't know how to explain. This drama is just a solid 10. It is... Okay, did I just say it's a solid 10? I guess I'm going to give it a 10 then. I mean, okay, I'm just going to say it's a 9.5. But still, this drama is, like, amazing. So, yeah. So, I think I have talked about 10 dramas. Let's go over it. So, Age of Youth as one. So, Age of Youth 1 and 2 as one drama. Entertainer, Sky Castle, ET1 Class, Go Ahead. Those are five. LCDF, 18 again. Lookout, Sumjero, One Day, Go Back Couple. That's another five. So, yeah. Those were 10 of my most loved dramas. And I read the reviews of it and i'm actually not that disappointed except for Taiwan class y'all should actually watch it for its content and don't like watch it for what you want it to be because then you're not gonna enjoy it but everyone has their preference so i will respect your opinions just don't call it irrelevant because it really isn't anyway so now for the honorable mentions i'm just going to tell you the Ratings that I see, I'm not going to read it because, except I really want to, I'm drained already. So the first one is My Unfamiliar Family. Y'all know that I love this drama. I don't think I've actually talked about it before. Have I? Was it on? I feel like there's an episode I talked about like watch these K-dramas and I probably put it on there. So yeah, y'all really know that I love the drama. Like I said, it is called My Unfamiliar Family. Overall, I will give it an 8.5 to a 9. I really, really enjoy this drama. Like, I really enjoyed it. Um, yeah, an 8.5 to a 9. Overall, on my drama list, it has an 8.4. And the top two reviews, the first one gives it an 8.5 and the second gives it an 8.52. Okay, I'll take that. That's not bad. But yeah, so My Unfamiliar Family, it is a 2020 drama. I watched it in 2020. It is so worth watching. Please check it out. The next one I want to talk about is Suspicious Partner. I feel like I have hyped up this drama so much. It is my all-time fave, like crime justice kind of drama but this one has romance in it and i love it i love how it's just the perfect balance and overall i will give it a 9 out of 10 on my drama list it has an 8.3 overall that's pretty low guys and the top two reviews give it a 7 ouch and an 8 Ugh, why a 7 that's super low so from what i'm seeing they said that it started off pretty strong but then it lost it along the way 
yikes probably because of the romance but i enjoyed it especially the plot twist like how <laughs> i don't even know what to say i just love it and suspicious partner is a 2017 drama i love this drama so much and then switch changed the world that is another drama i always hype up i want to see what it has on my drama list overall i will give it a 9 out of 10 I love it so much. I feel like it is so underrated, so that's why I'm giving it a 9 out of 10. But on my drama list, it has a 7.9. That's so sad. Y'all just bring it up to an 8, please. It's worth more than an 8. Come on. Anyway, the top two reviews, the first one has a 10 and the second has an 8.5. I'll take that. So why does it have a very bad rating overall? Damn, 7.9 is so low. I love this drama. It's another crime and justice drama I really appreciate. Once again, thrillers slash crime and justice slash legal dramas are my faves. And that's why, yeah, I really appreciate it. I was going to add um, While You Were Sleeping. However, I don't think I've hyped it up as much as other dramas. And that's why it's not on this list. But another one I want to talk about is My Strange Hero. I did make an episode on it. So you should know that I really love that drama. And overall, I will give it a 9 out of 10. So overall, like I said, I will give it a 9. On my drama list, overall, it has an 8.1. That's pretty low, in my opinion. And the top two reviews both have 6.5s. Interesting. And another drama that I know I always talk about is Fated to Love You. And Fated to Love You used to be my number one, like my ultimate favorite of faves. And I still think it's worth being my fave. And overall, I'm going to give it a 9 out of 10. On my drama list, overall, it has an 8.2. And the top three reviews both have 9s. Wow, I'm happy y'all agreed with me that it's actually good. But yeah. So those were my most loved slash hyped dramas that I always talk about. And I just read the reviews, like y'all's reviews. I know that I'm just generalizing and like y'all probably have different opinions. Like the people listening right now, you probably have different opinions than what the people said or like what I said. But yeah, thanks so much guys for tuning into this episode. I'm just going to stop here. I have been recording for over an hour. Hopefully you guys will get to hear like four to five minutes of it. But yeah, thanks so much for tuning in. I'm so glad that you did. If you like content like this and if you don't mind, please check out previous episodes and come back for more and new content. Okay, guys, annyeong. Yeah, I know I was all over the place in this episode, but <sighs> I don't know if I'm going to do a part two to this because this is really draining me. So I guess this is like an episode that says like what people think of my most loved slash underrated, I mean slash overrated slash hyped drama. Anyway, another drama I want to talk about is Playful Kiss. <laughs> this is funny. <laughs> okay, overall, I'm going to give... <laughs> okay, <laughs> I can't even talk about this seriously. Overall, I'm going to give... <laughs> overall, I'm going to give Playful Kiss a 7.5 to an 8. <laughs> I feel like an 8 is too high. However, the only reason I'm including this because I know I've talked about it a lot and like how much I like it. <laughs> I'm curious to see what it has on <laughs> on my drama list. Playful Kiss. Let's see. Overall, it has a 7.3. <laughs> and I don't blame you guys. And <laughs> so the top review has a 10. What? And the second review has a three. <laughs> this is like, <laughs> one is like super bad and one is like super good. What? Okay, yeah. Like I said, to me, it is a 7.5. I don't think it's that great, to be honest. It's whatever. 
But I loved it for the chemistry between Kim Hyun-jun and Jung So-min. And I always go back to rewatch. I also have a playlist for this. <laughs> and that should tell you how much I loved it. So yeah, the next drama I want to talk about is similar to this. And it is The Airs. Like, I have to include it because I always talk about it. Hold up, why don't I see The Airs on here? Is it called The Inheritors or something like that? Or is it just called Airs? Why is it not on my list? Did I never add it? That's interesting. Imagine I've never added it to my watch list. But then I always talk about it. The airs. Oof. So overall, I'm going to give the airs a 9 out of 10. <laughs> Don't come for me, please. I just like it. Okay. Recently, I went to rewatch it again. It is the one drama I always go back to rewatch. I don't know why I like it as much as I do what I do. It is cringe. I admit it is cringe, but I still like it. But yeah, on my drama list, it has a 7.5 overall. I don't blame you guys. And the top two reviews, the first one has a three and the second has a four. Damn. Y'all are mean. It's even worse than Playful Kiss. <laughs> but once again, I don't blame you guys because I can see why you would rate it low. I'm just adding it because I overly talk about it. And it was traumatizing to watch. Okay, there's a plane going by. Okay. So yeah, as I was saying, my drama list, they basically make you rate it based on categories. So like there's overall story, acting slash cast, music, rewatch value. I actually think this is biased though, because do they show the top two or like, is it according to their rank? Do they go from top to bottom? I think it's just the ones that people like the most because it says like, 165 people found this review helpful so yeah i think it's based on the reviews that are the most helpful that means people agree with it that's what i'm guessing but yeah so the first two that i see are both tens yeah so i'm just gonna leave it here because i do want to make an episode i still haven't made an episode so okay just a disclaimer guys Whenever you're listening to episodes, I might say something, but you've never heard it before. And that's because even though I record in a certain order, it doesn't mean that that's the order I'm going to put out the episode. For example, I have like four episodes that are supposed to go out before the episode on Run On. However, you're going to listen to the episode on Run On way before you listen to those four episodes just because I... I want to put it out in that order. So if on an episode that you're listening to after the one on Run On, I talk about how I'm going to create an episode on Run On, it's because... I recorded it before Run On, even though you have heard Run On because I put out Run On first, if that makes any sense. Okay, yeah. So I will be making an episode to talk about something or one day. Maybe by the time you listen to this, the episode will be out or not. I don't know yet. I, I still haven't recorded it. So I don't know what order I'm going to put it out as. But anyway. So when I'm looking for dramas to watch on my drama list, if it's below an 8.5, I'm really skeptical. Like, I don't even try it. If it's like below an 8.5, but I've heard actual people talk about like on k-drama tweet let's say it's hyped i will give it a shot but if it's below an 8.5 and i haven't seen anyone talk about it on k-drama tweet then i don't watch it at all so a 7.7 is pretty bad in my opinion if i give a drama an 8 so an 8 is not bad an 8 is not bad for me it's just i don't think i would enjoy a drama that's less than an 8 let's put it like that and also he's in a drama recently and i know it's like blowing up and he is with um damn i was so shook when i heard about the drama because i was like what the devil judge yeah i heard that that's blowing up who's in that i know there's someone who's in there and i was like oh my gosh i'm gonna watch it yeah park jin young isn't that the actor not yeah he wasn't got seven but yeah anyway 
so as i was saying about entertainer the second review and there's no title of this review or is it just because i'm using my phone i want to see what it looks like on a computer if it's different on a computer then i will just read it off of the computer <sighs> let's see my watch list age of youth 2 no age of youth 1 first oh yeah there are no titles so i guess it's just no titles Alrighty, so I'm going to read the first one. I'm sorry, I know I have been all over the place. <laughs> Bear with me. And MJ, MJ was actually kind of interesting because during the scene where, um, like, they go rescue her, she cuts herself. She cuts herself as a way to distract him so she, he can think like someone's bleeding. It sounds complicated, but you have to watch it to understand. But yeah, now I see why it's as relatable and realistic as it is because it is based on a true story like you get into it like you start living with a drama i don't know how to explain like it feels like you're not watching a drama it feels like it's just like an everyday kind of thing and that's how go ahead feels too but go ahead has more things that i feel like everyone can relate to because this one is like like in lcdf it's just about their relationship and all the hardships that they face together the misunderstandings and whatnot and go ahead is like different aspects of life like relatable aspects of life um yeah so please check out lcdf just want to make sure that it's still recording <laughs> even though so only one of them could be rescued and she was pulling the girl's hand but she ended up taking her bracelet instead and the girl drowned and so she had that bracelet and every time like she got reminded of it like yeah so she basically lived in guilt for example, one of the scenes that they showed is, you know, the flashers, the men, stupid men who go around showing their bodies to people that don't want to see it. And so they show like the five girls reactions to it. So, okay, I'm just going to say there are five main people. No, there are four main people, right? There are four main people. Out of those four main people, there are four different people and there's one person. Try to process that in your head. <laughs> so out of so they're four main people but they're actually five main people and out of those four main people four they're four different people and then there's one person but those four people are played by two people like and like the actor and actress just two people but they're four people and then they have a best friend who is the fifth person yeah okay but like why i'm saying they're four important people and not five is because even though he plays okay hold up this is actually mind-blowing because if i'm yeah i'm just gonna say that there are four people i don't even want to get started yo just yeah just know that there are five main people or four main people anyway um hold up it's okay to cry i don't want to spoil this one so i'm not going to tell you guys what it's about except the people say it when i'm reading it's okay to cry entertainer bro i cry every single time i watch it okay so it is by kang min hyog and jo bokre jo bokre what that does not sound korean what jo bokre jo bok jo bokre what anyway yeah so you can just search up it's okay to cry kang min hyog 